Thank you. 
We're going to be gathered with the redeemed after a while. We're going to sing some of them songs that the redeemed can sing. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, I tell you, it's going to be a shouting time after a while. Praise yes, it is. Praise the Lord. That's right. Praise the Lord. It might be a shame if you don't come and get prayed for. <laughs> That's right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Anybody like to come and be prayed for? Praise the Lord. All right. We sure appreciate you tonight. Glad to see you in the house of the Lord. Bless her in 
name of Jesus. It was never lasting touches upon our heart, God. Bless us, Lord. Help us to be a willing vessel, seeking through your praise. Thank you. Exactly what you want him to be, and stay right where you want him at, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord. All right, y'all, for pray for Sister Amy. Come on, Lord. Unto Jesse and said, Send me David thy son, which is with the sheep. 
And Jesse took an ass laden with bread and a bottle of wine with a kid and sent them by David his son unto Saul. And David came came to Saul and stood before him, and he loved him greatly, and he became his armor bearer. And Saul said to Jesse, saying, Let David, I pray thee, stand before me, for he hath found favor in my sight. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, that David took in heart and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Now, if you will, turn over to Psalms, chapter 100, and verse 1. That's Psalms, chapter 100, and verse 1. This is a pretty popular verse. I'm sure most of us could quote it. But it says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Read it once more. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. The last place of scripture is Luke. Chapter 19 and verse 38. That's the last place of scripture, which is Luke. Chapter 19. In verse 38, saying, Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. Thank you. Those that were able to stand. So, when David went before Solomon, Solomon was possessed with an evil spirit. An evil, pure evil. This is evil. He was possessed with an evil spirit that the Lord had allowed to come on him because of the things that Saul had done. Right. You know. There, the Lord says, my mercy will not always strive with man. There's a time when people run out of mercy. Right. It's hard to do, but there's a time when it happens, Sister Lisa. Right. So Saul was possessed with an evil, evil spirit. Right. And he told his servants, said, please command us. They asked for a task. You don't find any employees or servants asking their boss for more work. But they asked him, said, it's so bad. said, we need you to send us. To go find somebody that can play some kind of music for you and calm you down. Right. So this evil spirit torments you, and I'm sure it tormented them, Sister Lisa. Right. Um, I've been in the, me and my friend Kelly were talking about demonic possession. She heard about it some kind of way. And um, I've been in two, I think. One was here and one was at youth camp. And Sister Lisa took all of us kids out and held Bibles over our heart. You remember that, Sister Lisa? I don't know who that, I forgot who that was. I don't know who that was. But I, all I remember about it was Sister Lisa taking us outside because she said she had, she was protecting us. Her heel bowels over our hearts. I believe it was me and, might have been Carrie. It, yeah, it was a couple, I don't remember much. I just remember being a you and the door. We had, but, we had visitors and there were some visiting children that didn't understand what was going on. So right, that's right, that's right. But, um, I've only been in, and that's an evil feeling. 
That, that feels evil, Sister Dana. That's an evil feeling. It's just, if, if you've never been in a, of course, I'm pretty sure most of us here have, but if you've never been in a, the presence of a person with a demonic spirit, that's an evil feeling. It's a weight. It settles over the whole congregation. And it's like you can't get out. It's thick. The air is thick. It's like you can't get out. But it's a very evil spirit. So when they summoned David, David was walking. That's what he was walking into, Sister Dana. But uh, the Lord laid on my heart this afternoon. You know, David played even in the presence of evil. He kept playing, Sister Ethel. And you know, I got the Lord kind of laid it on my heart this afternoon. David was in. This was this was evil. This wasn't just what the devil had commanded on David. This is what the Lord had sent to David. The Lord was sent uh, to Saul. The Lord was sending this spirit to Saul, allowing it to happen. And I believe that the Lord, it's worse for the Lord to torment you, send let a spirit torment you than it is for the devil. Because when the Lord, you don't want to make an enemy out of God. But Sister Lisa, uh, if y'all hit me and pray for me, David played anyway. He knew what he was getting into. When um, in Ezekiel they talked about how he said, count up the cost. Before you build a building, he said, every man counts up the cost. How much wood you're going to need, how much stone, how many nails, how many hammers, how many men it's going to take. You count up the cost. What you're going to have to do on the inside, what you're going to have to do on the outside, Sister B. And David knew what he was walking into. He said, I'm going in there and I'm going to have to play in front of a spirit. But he played anyway. And Sister B, sometimes it's hard when you get in trials and tribulations to keep playing, to keep going, to keep on walking, even though it's tough, Sister Ethel. Sometimes it's hard for us. But David done it anyway. He said, the Lord told me I had to make a joyful noise. Now, y'all hit me. I think I'm fixing to get loose, okay? And that verse said, uh, in Luke, he said, the Pharisees were getting on the disciples. They said, they're, they're saying stuff. They're, they're making out like you're the son of God. So to stop him. And Jesus said, if I were to stop them, the rocks would cry out. You know what the rock is? I looked up what the definition of a rock is. And I found three. The first two was about ground rocks. You know, stones made out of this, this, and this. But this is the definition of a rock. Used as a metaphor to refer to someone extremely strong, reliable, and hard. Steadfast. Sister B, there's one thing about a rock. It don't move when the storm comes. A rock don't move. You won't never see a rock flying through the air. And if you do, let me know. You're not going to see a rock flying through the air, Sister Beth. Uh, there might be trees to get uprooted. There might be uh, houses to get torn down. But a rock is going to be steady and steadfast. David said, even though I'm going in here and I know it's going to be evil and the battle is going to be tough and it's going to be long, I'm going to make a noise for noise anyway. Sister B, he was a rock with that heart. He said, I'm going to play anyway. I'm going to go on anyway. I've got to do it anyway. In the presence of pure evil, Sister Ethel, he went on anyway. It's hard. The trials get hard, Sister Lisa. We go through some bad stuff. The rough road is long and rough, and sometimes it's filled with nothing but evil. Because you're fighting against the devil, Sister B. You're not fighting against man. You're fighting against the devil. Every time he comes against you, hey, Marcel, it is pure evil. But David said, I'm going to play anyway. He said, you can come against me if you want to. And have an evil spirit if you want to. And present a mountain to me if you want to. I'm going to play anyway. 
Sister Ethel, Sister Lisa, he might have wrote that song while he was having a playful song. He might have said, Lord, I was in the battle and it was hot and that spirit was raging, but I played anyway. David sitting there and he played with his heart. He played and he played and he played. And no telling how long that spirit tormented soul for how many hours a day. But David played anyway. And when we talk about David, we always talk about him having a golden harp in heaven. You know why? Because he stood fast and he played anyway. He said, I'll go on and on and on as long as it takes, as hot as the fire is.
And he threw out the desert for it. What did the Lord do? She prayed and he sent her water. He sent her water. Sister Lee, he'll send you some water. Mama, he'll send you some reinforcements. He told Elijah, he said, I send you a double portion so you could eat. I send you a raven by your way two times. So you can have enough strength to make it. He's always supplying our need more than enough. What you got to supply him with is determination. David said, I won't quit playing. And then he probably hadn't got quit playing since he got to heaven. Ain't me? He probably ain't stopped yet. He said, Lord, I just thank you. Every strong of that heart, Lord, I just thank you that you saw me all the way through. I played and I played and I played. I had a determination, Lord, but I thank you that you saw me all the way through. Don't let down. Don't give up. You got to keep on going. You don't got victory yet, but if you hold on, he said, I grabbed those horns of the altar and I shook and I stood there until I had victory. There ain't no room to quit until you got victory. You got to get victory, Sister Lisa. You got to get victory. And he said, I kept on playing. I made a joyful noise anyway. You got to be happy. Paul said, I'm content whether I'm abased or I'm abound. Whether I'm standing up but I'm having the Lord put me in your chair. But Aunt Marcel, Mama ain't no good in situations. But Aunt Marcel, she said, I know the Lord's going to help me. Yeah. I know the Lord's going to help me. I know the Lord's going to help me. In the floor, so I know the Lord's going to help me. I know the Lord's going to help me. Mama panicking. I was laughing at Mama. And they watched it. I know the Lord's going to help me. I know the Lord's going to help me. Yeah. Sister B, you got to be content. You can't have faith when it's easy to have faith. Right. Said so the Pharisees love them that love them. That's easy to do. It's easy to have faith when it's easy to have faith. Yeah. But it's hard to have faith when it's hard to have faith. Right. But sister, Lisa, you got to keep going. Yes. He said, let me tell you something about the Lord. You know, there's a couple of vital organs in your body that you need. Yeah. You can live without your kidneys. You can live without your intestines. You can live without your stomach. You can't live without your heart and your brain. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can live without your eyes. You can live without your nose. You can live without your tongue. You can live without your esophagus. You can live without a lot of stuff. But you can't live without that heart and that brain. And let me tell you something for a Christian. When you become a Christian... The Lord is in you. And he's a vital organ. And you can't live without him. See, Sister Daniel, you come too far to look back. How many years have you been saved? Four. See, that's the Lord all in you in there. You can't you can't give up now. Sister Lisa, you've been saved what, thirty? Some years? Sister Dana, if you ain't been saved. Four minutes, four years, 40 years, you come too far to look back. When the Lord comes in, he takes over. That's like mama and daddy. Now, this ain't going to happen because one time they were, you know how, how parents argue. One time they were arguing over the coffee pot when I was little. And one of my friends, her, she said her parents argued all the time. And mine didn't. 
But she said her parents argued all the time, and she said that they were getting a divorce. So I thought if you argue, that means you're getting divorced. And I told them if they got a divorce, that I would never speak to either one of them again, and I would rotate between Grandma Peggy's house and Grandma Wilkins's house. Now I didn't ask Grandma Peggy or Grandma Wilkins, would that be all right? I just assumed that they would take care of, you know, and they would have. But I said I'd stay with Grandma Peggy one week and then Grandma Wilkins the next week, because you know, the cabin was in Ohio and. And, you know, and I was, and I would have rotated every other week with Kayron, you know. And of course, Kayron would tell you, tell him, so I'm not going to stay with her. But anyway, just assume that Mama and Daddy were the divorce. Imagine pulling yourself, untying yourself from somebody like that. Couldn't get the cars, couldn't get the house. It's untying. They lived 25 years together. That's a lot to undo, Sister Ethel. That's just like the Lord, Sister Dina. That's a lot to undo. He's our vital organ. That's what we live on, Sister B. That's what we thrive on. That's why we got to keep going. You feed your stomach when it's hungry. If you eat food, it feeds your brain. You eat things that are good for your heart. We do things to take care of ourselves. We got to take care of our relationship with the Lord. And you got to keep going. When it's hard to keep going, you got to keep going. This road, most of it, I hate to tell you, but it's going to be long and hard. Because the devil, he knows his time is near. So he's putting more and more and more on us, Sister Ethel. But we can make it. We can make it. I appreciate the Lord and I appreciate y'all. Keep looking up. So, it said the song got refreshed.